What's up, y'all? It's me, DL Cows, back again with the fifth episode of the podcast, The Day is One, with my little cousin, B3. And we're talking about the transition from high school to college as he gets ready to go to UT. Graduate of SOC, two-time champ. Let's go. The Day is One. I gotta win, win the day. It's a day, a great day to be great. No, I can't sit back and wait. Nah, I gotta win, win the day. It's a day, a great day to be great. No, I can't sit back and wait. And this time I have my cousin. Um, I call him Lil Bill, but it's Billy Walton the third. What's up? What's good? <laughs> so how you doing today? I'm doing mental good. health check on a scale from one to ten. How are you feeling? Where so you zero at? meaning bad and ten. I'm, I'm on ten. I'm always on ten most of the years. I don't be. Yeah. Ain't nothing to frown about. I guess that's a good way to be. That's a good way to be for sure. Um, okay, so. Getting right into it. So, um, back, I think, what was it, last year, before, um, yeah, uh, one had one state um, title. Um, and then you start, you know, start getting these offers earlier this year. Um, how was it for you to verbally commit to, um, the first school and then um and then change your mind and like take us through that process and share something to the athletes that could help them navigate their decision making when it comes to you know different things like this yeah i would say um it was just the mental part of it i feel like that it, it was a time where i was stressing over there because there was so many offers and although it might look good you know you have all these offers but you can only go to one school at the end of the day so i feel like for me um, I went to OK State, OSU. I was just, I mean, I was blown away. It was my first visit. Uh, that was my first um, official visit. So I was blown away. Like, so I was like, oh, I see this, I see this, I see this, 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 this. So I just went ahead and committed. Not really, I, I put thought into it, but not as much thought as I thought I should have. I ain't gonna lie, because it was like, it was like all fast. I had, I had to, I'm not gonna say, no, nah, yeah, I had to commit, like, because the season from the start, I could get like injured. I could, you know, anything could happen. So, I played it safe, and I was just choosing, like, you know, the best college I thought was for me at the time, which was OSU. Then um, I took some more visits. And at the time, when I committed to OSU, you know, schools stopped talking to me. Most of the schools stopped talking to me. It was, like, kind of a relief. But <clears throat> it was only, I said, like, what? It was only two other schools still talking to me. It was SMU and um, Texas. So Texas, they wasn't really – I can tell you, they wasn't so much worried. They knew they was going to get me at the end of the day. That's what it felt like. like they were like <laughs> – <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> they, they was more cool. They was, they was more cool about it, you know. Yeah. It wasn't that much stress, you know. Because at the time, I was talking to Coach Gilbert. He at um, UNT right now. But when he was at Texas, that was, like, one of my main recruiters or whatnot. And I think he invited me out there for, like, an official visit. <clears throat> and, yeah, that was that official visit was everything I needed. Everything I needed to see in college. You know, we talk business. We talk, you know, talk everything. You know, where I'm going to play, where I'm going to start, anything like that. You know, just mm-hmm. – it was basically about me prevailing in my life. Not even just football, so that's why um, I chose that decision for Texas. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. for the young people that um, you know might just not be getting offers or have decisions to make, I feel like 
take your time and think about, you know, your personal life, think about your life, football, you know, just think about your future when you make your decision. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's good. Um, I remember going to the um the Texas visit and it it was it was different than the um the others. Like it just it just felt authentic, you know, um, in a way. Really, yeah. And it was a really cool experience uh, to be there and, like, to see you, like, doing all this. This is, like, I was, like, wow, this is this is kind of cool. Like, yeah. you know, just the whole, <laughs> <laughs> like, process. So, and, yeah, um, I really appreciate how um, at Texas they didn't, like, like worry you too much, even yeah, when you did like, verbally commit like Jesus that. And, um, and I remember asking Coach Sark about, like, you know, the mental health. Mm-hmm. And stuff like that and I could really tell like through their processes like they're not just talking about mental health and this that they're like they act on that too you mm-hmm. know there was no pressure they were just like was cool laid back and so yeah I think that was uh, pretty uh, cool so that whole, that whole staff they, they mental health and they care about their players yeah. not just players. they tell. make them better men like that's the only thing like, I was like when that happened and the way that they they don't pressure me none of that so they don't keep me under no pressure, no pr- like. Uh, they just let me be. They know how, they know I'm gonna be me to the end. So they just mm-hmm. let me be me. They don't try to, you know, what I'm saying just watch over. I mean, they, they watch over me, but not like oh no, they got their foot on me and nah, yes, yeah. like, I got space. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Okay, so um, speaking of Texas, how how's it how does it feel to be going to the University of Texas? Like, mm, I mean, it's it, like. It feels, like, mm-hmm. I know it's a big deal, and I know like I, it's a big deal. But at the same time, the way that I look at it, it's like it's like business. I mean, I'm like, I mean, I'm going here. I know it's gonna be fun, but at the end of the day, it's only one goal and task, and that's to get to the next level. So, you know, I mean, it feels good just to be able to go there, learn there, be there with the team, all of that. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I can imagine. Um. So let me see what else. Any more football? Okay, so um, switching uh, gears a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I know uh, you've lost your best friend, um, was it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, share how you were able to stay on the right track and still be so full of life after that. Because you're, like, always, like, mm-hmm. like you said, on 10, like, you know. So you're always, you know, up for the most part. So, like, how do you keep yourself there? And how was that um, for you? Well, the whole thing was, it was a lot. Like, that whole, I think it was like a whole, that whole year was just, like, loss after loss. You know, I lost a lot of people. I lost my grandpa, and then mm-hmm. I lost my best friend. And it was just a lot of, like, loss. And, yeah, it was like, it was probably, and it was COVID, too. I couldn't even, you know what I'm saying? I couldn't even be with my old friends. I just moved schools, too, on top of that. So, it's like, we moved schools, grandpa, everything was just, like, it was bad, and I feel like at that time in my life, mentally, I was just, you know, just doing stuff to look cool, I guess, like on social media, posting this, posting that, you know, mm-hmm. like, so I would never do that now, but like, you, yeah. you know how you can go to your archives, you know, so I'm like, oh and my like, God. like, what like, was what? I doing? Oh God, like, what is, like, I thought it was so cool, and <laughs> yeah, that wasn't what that was, and I feel like, um, I don't know what it was, I feel like, because I think it was sock because at DeSoto, you had freedom, and you had, like, suburb kids trying to be hood dudes and you know they think mm-hmm. that being hood is being disrespectful so you you see an issue like that must be how it go like 
that's not how like that's not how they go at all. So I'm with the side. I feel like where the real hood do was. I see yeah. how people really act like the real hood dudes. They don't be on no yeah. disrespect with no old ladies. I don't do yeah, that. they so don't. I feel like that's how that's they why just, I'm mature from the hood. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just I mean got good manners, good exactly, sense. Right. Things happen. You know, you people get in, in trouble, position. but it's not. People not getting in trouble just because they're from the hood. It's yeah. just decisions, you know, and different, you know, things that happen. So yeah, that I, is a good observation. Yeah, I feel like I feel like that that played a part into me maturing too, and you know, me just to myself, like just being like, bro, enough is enough. Like, come on now, like you being negative, cussing, and doing all this. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it's not cool. Like, I had to really sit down with myself. I feel my sophomore year when I was like, I started to. Be mature. I, yeah. I always in school. I didn't get in trouble no more. Like since like middle school, but mm-hmm. that's not even the maturity I'm talking. About. I'm talking about the mental. Like yeah. I was just as I started maturing my brain and realizing that, bro, it's cool to be you. It's cool to mm-hmm. talk proper. Like, it's only it's only there. one you. <laughs> yeah, like, you, don't, you don't gotta do all that. You don't be you. Yeah, and I feel like as I was growing and maturing and realizing that it's not cool to say this. It's not cool to say that. You can't just cuss when. You out in public, you can't say this. And I got my first offer, and I was like, in football, I was that was that was a that was a hard transition too, because I was playing varsity. So I'm like, I'm used to going against. I'm the biggest kid on the field. When I got a varsity. It's like, nah, yeah, <laughs> you're not the biggest on the field no more, my boy. Like, you have people that's bigger than you and older than you. So I feel like when I got my first offer that off season, that season I had my sophomore year, like, I feel like my mental. At that point, I was doing. I feel. I feel like I was. I did bad my sophomore season. I really did. Like if you watch the film, I was. I was bad. So I was still, you know, going through little mental things because that, that was a COVID year, you know. And for like my junior year when I started getting out more and seeing like it's not <laughs> cool to just be sitting here moping all day. You can't bring nobody else down because you that like. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I feel like when all this started happening, I started going out more because COVID started shut. It started shutting down like COVID was going away. So then I started just smiling, like being cool. Like ain't nothing wrong with being yourself. Yeah. Okay. Sounds like some um, growing pains a little bit, and just coming of age a little bit. That's um, that's good. That's that's really good. I'm glad that you're able to, um, especially being um, your age. Like a lot of people aren't aware of some of the things that you're aware of at this age, and like. How you're saying, like, as you're maturing your um, yeah. your mentality and things like that, like, that's not a focus for, you know, most kids. And I feel like, yeah. I feel like you know, I, I, cry, I, I cry a lot, like, with that whole year. Mm-hmm. Especially my best friend. I was like, that was like, that was the worst to me. Yeah. Like, he's supposed to be here right now. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. That, was, that was the whole crazy. I still remember that day. Like, it was yesterday, too. Like, I was sitting there playing Fortnite. Literally, I get a call, like, his mom. I'm like, oh, my God. I couldn't even. I think I went to his balloon. I couldn't even go because they, they had his little open cat. I could not go. I, like, uh, I recently just went to his grave. They're like 2020. It was like mid year 2022. Mm-hmm. I really went and sat there and just had a whole conversation. Like, it's crazy. It would have been graduating all of that. Like, yeah. We were just talking about <laughs> We were literally talking about this. Not We were both going to go to side. All that. Like, when that happened, I was just out of there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad you, um, yeah, for sure, for sure. I'm glad you, um, you know, take the time and acknowledge the emotions and the things that happen because that's how you 
are able to i see how you're able to move forward and like the um grieving becomes healthy and not you know since you didn't ignore it like you really dealt with it and yeah it's okay to cry and release and stuff and like once again a lot of people (laughs) don't really appreciate or know like it's okay for me to cry especially as a man as a black man you know so yeah (laughs) so that's that's good really really good okay so switching gears again just a little bit so speaking of mental health what are some things that you have in place for your mental health and staying in um, a positive headspace um uh, negative energy like that's Mm -hmm. i try to keep all negative energy in my life like i pray i literally pray every night you know Mm-hmm. Keep all the negative entities that I can't see. Keep all the negative entities away from me. Mm-hmm. Try to shield them from my eyes, like literally, like in mm-hmm. my headspace. Because I and negative people can do a lot to your head. You know, like if they just constantly just in your head, tell yes. you do this, tell you do that, tell you do all the wrong things. No, I don't. Mm-mm. So I just practice on keeping my headspace away from all negativity mm-hmm. that don't bring nothing to the at, table at all. It just it um it, it stunts the growth. Yeah. It's like a um, it's like a, it's like a bad plant, like in your um garden. Once exactly. there's something dead <laughs> somewhere, it starts to fester and then it poisons the whole thing. So, yes, got to keep all the negativity away. And I love that prayer that you um said: keep all negative entities that you can't see mm-hmm. and can see just away from you and out of your eyesight. Because if it's far out of sight. It's far out of reach, you know, and it can't, you know, get on you. So that's, I really like that. I'm probably going to add that into my, my prayers, my affirmations and stuff. (laughs) So, um, boom, where do you see yourself in five years? Hmm. Five years. I do see myself going to the draft, you know, and going to the Falcons. I I think I... hmm. (laughs) I wish I was go to the Falcons, man. <laughs> yeah, I see you with your rise up uh, Falcons. <laughs> now, what's going to be crazy is if you do get drafted by the Falcons, we go back to this. <laughs> we said this on May 13th, 2023 at 4.33 p.m. Yeah, that's, that's, that's going to be something to look back at. Yeah, yeah you said so getting drafted. Um, what else? Like, as far as like, I know because you're into... What are you going to major in? Business. Business, yeah. So, so yeah, I was just going to say that, too. Like, you know, because in five years, I should have been graduating college, mm-hmm. all of that. So, I, hopefully by then, I have a successful business, you know, like clothing, anything like that. Just B3 Entertainment. Yes. That, you know, just <laughs> have my brand up there and be successful in that standpoint before yes. I even go to the, the league or mm-hmm. anything. I'm already successful, and that's what I'll, that's what I'll see if I can. Yeah, that's what's up. I can't wait to see, like, what you do with B3. Like, because yeah. that's, like, your baby, you I know, right now. So, it's, though, like, how you, like, grow it. And I think um, going to school um, for business, it's mm-hmm. going to help you, like, start seeing and thinking, like, business, like, all the time. Yeah. And how you can just reshape, revamp, like, your own thing and mm-hmm. what – um what areas you want to be in and focus in and things like that. Like, I can't wait to see how that grows. That's going to be, it's going to be fun. So how does it feel being a third? It feels <laughs> great. You know, like, I know, I mean, you got my, my Paul, my mm-hmm. dad and me, like, 
feel good, especially after the third on my jersey. Like, you know, yeah, put on for you know yeah, put on for the Walters all. Of them. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think it's so cool. It's like, yeah. it's like literally like when you have. Um, I think like when a man has a son, mm-hmm. in general, it's like you are a piece of me. Exactly. But it's like when you have the name, it's like. Like, like, like Papa still lives through you, lives through uncle, your dad. Like, Mm -hmm. so it's just like, it's like he's here, like, doing this too. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's like the name. Like, Like, I'll be like, I'm doing it for them. Yeah, like, that's, that's, like, that's cool. That's cool. And you're doing such a, you know, some good stuff. Just want to give you your flowers right quick. Like, you, you have a really good head on your shoulders. Mm -hmm. Like, you're just... Yeah, you're a pretty cool kid. Yeah. Well, young man, like you ain't. <laughs> yeah, so it's like my baby cousin, and he is bigger than me. <laughs> it's far from a baby. <laughs> yes, but for sure not the average eighteen-year-old at all. Like by far. So I think you're. Uh, I know you will go far, just because of you know who you are and the direction you're going now. So. Switching gears, getting towards um, the end of our segment. Um, what is a song you have to listen to before a game? Like, what um, just has to be played? I feel like it's so weird. Like, if I if it's, I got different genres. Like, say if you're playing somebody that's talking trash or some, you mm-hmm. know, go to. I'll be on with Young Boy or Dirt. Like, mm-hmm. if, if it's a if it's one of those type games, yeah, you know. But at the end, I always literally. I always play. The last song I play before I go out is like some Kirk Franklin or something like that. Mm-hmm. To calm my mind because I used mm-hmm. to do that in my sophomore. You used to go out there, hype, uh, go out there. You still hype and you get hit in the mouth. It's like all the hype go away. Now you like where the energy where do I get come back? from? Yeah, exactly. like you can't you can't get back to your. So that's why I get hype. I calm my mind down before I go out so I can play mm-hmm. the game. Be going slow. I swear, like that was the truest thing I ever heard from because like once you start. Getting football smart, like the game, literally everything is going in motion, just going in motion, slow. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, go to Young Boy, most definitely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's your favorite Young Boy song? He has a lot. So. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite Young Boy song. I think he actually like hit a record of um, most songs out by like his span since he's been out. Like yeah. he 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 bad as Lil Wayne, like. Back in the day, like goodness, he 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 gonna put it out there. Oh, oh. favorite song by him is Young Stunner. Oh Young Stunner. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. I use that for my commitment song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. Right yeah, now. that's what's up. So, um, different thing in sports. Did you watch the game uh, last night? The Lakers. Yeah. You be watching basketball like that? Yeah. Yes, I was so happy that the Lakers beat the Warriors. Are you a Warriors fan? Uh, no, I'm not. Okay. I, I wanted the okay. Kings to beat the Warriors, but... Me too. Just, just, <laughs> Me too. Just, I'm uh, so glad the Lakers sent them home. Reeves, Reeves yeah. is like... Dog. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was a that was a, a good, quiet steal that yeah. the Lakers acquired He's with them. Dog, like, yeah. For sure. You got that three. D-Lo, like, when Man, he go crazy, Yes, like, oh when D-Lo God, is on... Oh my gosh! Like, and don't let him start on too, because exactly. it's gonna be a rep. Like, he's a. I, I was really um, glad with the what they did, like with the trade deadlines. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, I, they could do something. Like, people thought they were like it was just over. I'm like, no, no <laughs> they could do something with these pieces that they have now. And yeah, yeah that's but Golden State just 
I mean, I'm not a fan of them, but I I feel like Jordan Poole. I, I, oh. I, I, he been, he was arcing my nerves the whole time he's been in the playoffs. He been acting like I don't know. I, I don't know. He's been acting oh, I, so weird. with the media, with the mm. team. It's just like he just been acting like I don't know, like a female or something. Like Jordan Poole <laughs> just sassy. Like everything he do is it is sassy. Like it dude, is. That's very. It is Jesus very sassy. Christ. That is funny. That man right there. And he come out there. Clay Thompson don't get no pass. He went three for nineteen, I think. He don't get no pass. He's a Thompson game yeah. six play. I was waiting for the game six play. That did not show up. I'm he like, he hasn't it's been a couple of times he didn't show up. Even when um They don't talk about it enough. When <laughs> Steph hit uh sack with that fifty piece on uh go look at Clay. He, he like he had to do that because Jesus. game six Clay didn't show up and he didn't show up for seven either. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, he had I don't know. Clay, like I mean, he's, Curry had 32, I think. Mm-hmm. I think he had 32. See, like, the reason why I like um, Steph is because he going to hoop. That's you know, he he going to hoop. Even when his three isn't dropping, mm-hmm. he going to find some way to score. So, yeah, so he, he – that's, that's, that's yeah. why I like him, but – Nonetheless, glad the Lakers that, took care of business. I didn't think that was even gonna beat the Lakers because AD. Me either. And I feel like oh, if you AD. look at if you look at Steph Curry, if like AD could. He's not consistent. Oh Jesus. man! Sure, that's my uncle, y'all. <laughs> that's Billy the second. Hey, you have to. They don't have some issues with AD was scared of Draymond Green for some of the series, so I don't know how he gonna well, get Draymond get with, with the Joker. If Draymond Green was actually Dennis Rodman's type, he wouldn't have done the hardest shit that he did. Come out your boy, AD. AD. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what I'm like. And he was like AD was kind of playing scared. I'm like, why are you hiding? You you're not gonna post Draymond up. I mean, I respect Draymond as a defender. Don't get me wrong. You know what I'm saying? But if you're but the man, like, it's like, come on. You are supposed to give me something. So, it's going to be interesting to see that. He's a real man. big man. Like, he just he, he don't got, he don't got Draymond mentality. And, I, and that's what I feel like that's the only way. Yes, he is. Yes. He's so skilled. And then his that's back to the basket. Even when they lose, it's like, what, bro? So, what about like NFL? Like, are you feeling hopeful for the Falcons? Yeah, I, I, not saying, not saying this, we going to the Super Bowl or anything like that, but I thought we going to the playoffs this year. But I, I mean, we. The moves we making, we making Super Bowl moves though. Like, we getting good picks. Like, we just building the pieces up one by one, and you know we got Desmond really at the um, quarterback. I mean, mm-hmm. hmm. last year, I mean, I don't, I'm not gonna not gonna put last year against him because we did throw him in the fire when he was like what? Like we was fighting for a playoff spot. We threw him in the fire. I mean, I couldn't blame him for playing how he played. You know, Marcus Mariota quit during the season, so. Do you have any other uh, NFL predictions? Who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl? I know you would like the Falcons, too. Yeah, but, but I'm realistically. Yeah. Uh, I'll say the Chiefs again. So, yeah, are you um, watching any good shows uh, right now? I know you like. Finished all the good shows. I just got done. I finished all the Snowfall. Which is, yeah, mm. I finished all of that. You watch Snowfall? Yes, I wrote a review on it. It's on yeah, the website. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was crazy. That was real crazy. I feel like poetry, just pure poetry. My favorite show, like besides, I'll say Money Heist. That's probably. Oh yeah, Money Heist. Dang, I'm behind. I don't think I saw the uh, last season. Yeah, Yeah, Money Heist is a good one. My one. Have you heard? That's that's Mm -hmm. it right there. My one is Money Heist. Two, Stranger Things, and then three. Oh, I love Stranger Things. Yeah, Yeah, I'm all the way up to that with Stranger Things. Um, (laughs) I actually had a. a poster, a Stranger Things poster, and it had my birthday on it. That's it was sick. like um, Demogorgon, something had the Demogorgon on there, or whatever. It was like <laughs> November 6th. I was like, wow, I have to, like, we're yeah, such a connection. That's, that's literally <laughs> So, <laughs> right? Um, have you heard about Kaleidoscope? What is that? It's a show on Netflix. It's mm-hmm. really good. So, um, a guy, he's in jail, mm-hmm. and, um, I forgot how he ends up in there, but he's been there in, in there for a minute. Mm-hmm. He ends up um, getting out, like escaping yeah. or whatever. And but each part, and he has a daughter, so like it all unfolds like piece uh, by piece or whatever. But um, it starts on the green episode. At least that's what it did for me. They said something about it's an experience where, like, when you push play, I don't think it'll like if you were to watch it, I don't think it'll start on the green episode. It might start on a different color or whatever. And then the next one for me was yellow, but I don't know, but it's, yeah, you should look into it. It's like, it's like a crime thing or whatever, trying to see like who, um, backstabs who or, and stuff. Like, I think you will, um, I think you will like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, what's your quote? What's your quote of the day or your favorite quote in general? I got a lot of quotes, but I think my favorite quote, my favorite quote is, um, Climb the mountain to see the world, and not so the world can see you. Mm. I love that quote like a lot. Is that um, break it down a little bit more? Like, what does that well, mean to you for you? To climb, okay, when they say to climb the mountain, like that's the thing that you that's your that's your end goal. That's what you want to do with your life once you make it. Like it's for you to say I made it, not for you to look around and be like. Um, you know, just, Are y'all gonna you, you clap for boasting. me? Yeah, you start posting yeah. because you made it to the top of that mountain, which is your mountain, and <laughs> you doing that so the world can see you, not so you yeah. can see the world. You know, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. you supposed to be doing that for your own. Like you made that go. That's for you. Yeah, that's a good quote. Just looking for validation from other people. That's not. Yeah, that's not it's a good senior quote too. Yeah, like that's that's something for sure to look back on. Like, oh. This is what he said um, his senior year. No wonder why he's um, doing X, Y, Z. Yeah, so that's that's pretty dope. So mine um, is, and I put this on my other day, is one page today. Further your awareness of self and your outward experience through life will match who you truly are. So it's like basically like traveling within yourself, figuring yourself out. Like you uh, mentioned earlier, like maturing your mentality. And, like, you know, taking that. So, like, the further you get into that, your outward world will start reflecting exactly what that is. And it's also the same, like, if you think negatively, mm-hmm. speaking of, like, pushing all negativity away, yeah. when you think negatively, you're experience, you experience life in a negative way. You always have something to complain about and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that's also another good reason, um, another reason why I like what you said about pushing the negativity away out of sight, out of mind far from your reach, far from your sight. Because, yeah, you, we experience um, wor- the world from the inside out and not the outside in. A lot of times we think that because bad things happen, 
you know, life sucks or something, but how you get through something depends on what's within. You know what I'm saying? How you bounce back. Exactly. You know, so you're able to bounce back because you're not experiencing life in such a negative way within. So, you know, your experiences outside are going to reflect. So, yeah. Even when we take it back to football, you know, going 0-3, you know, it's still being like you lose the first game, we got to bounce back. Lose the second game, we got to bounce back. Lose the third game. Y'all did that. And, you know Y'all did that. If we was if, if if it wasn't the seniors there, that sock I'm telling you right now, if the seniors wasn't there in that locker room or nothing, they we, we, we wouldn't have went back to back. If we was not even there, like because mm-hmm. you have to really be with your brothers and sit down and be like, bro, we own three, like, fam, <laughs> we lose one more game, our season over. I'm telling you that right now. Yeah, <laughs> like y'all. Our season over. We, we lose against Parish. It's, it's over with. So when yeah. you go get, when you go into that game, and you're going off of a team that just beat Alito, which Alito won state this year. So it's like you're going against a good Paris team, Caleb Mitchell, big dude, then train with him, all of that. So you know he finna cause some problems. You just coming in the game like, well, it's literally do or die. And yeah. when you playing with that mindset of like <laughs> when and literally go home in the middle of your season and we still didn't know the quarterback, and you telling me we had we were supposed to lose that game. You got to look at if you look at the odds and when we was going through fighting at school, players getting failing off the team, getting kicked off the team, star players, and, and you look at their team, a private school, they just but they locked in for us. Like ain't no, they came in and yeah, yeah they was man. they were running in throwing the ball on us and like. to witness it. Like <laughs> it's like man, like because yeah. like, even. Us as like fans and like family and the watchers was like kind of stunned too. Like mm-hmm. I'm like, what? Wait, why is this happening? There, no, exactly. like, and then to see y'all like turn around yeah. and then like you spoke up really like climbing that mountain, and it's like I know that has to feel so good inside. Yeah, like the turnaround, like it wasn't perfect, but uh, man, you had the perfect ending. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> like, that, that, that required the most. Golly. That required the most. Like, ooh. That, yeah. that, that requires some trust right there. Mm-hmm. Trust in the defense. I feel like Argyle game, what people don't see in the stands, like, take Argyle game, last drive, like, before we got there, we just crying. We was like, bro, like, like we really in this situation where it's back on the defense. Like, no coach said nothing. It was just us. Like, we was like, bro, like, we it's on the defense yeah. now. And first play, first play is actually funny. Yeah, we'll score the touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my cousin, Manny, I swear to God, like, really went out there. We crying. We hyped up. We get in our stands, hood. I get to the quarterback. He throws the ball. Wide open dude drops the ball. It's a touchdown. He drops it. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> like, we just had a whole breakdown, and we told him we just did that. But after that, it shut down. It was over. Yeah. It was over. Yeah. And that, yeah, it's true. It's like the state game. Uh-huh. Reflected the season as well. Yeah, was, but y'all had to do it. It shows like y'all's growth. Um, y'all Ooh. had to do it in a shorter amount of time versus yeah. have games to turn it around. Like you have to turn it around it was game now, was, right now. That was, that was that was game plan. Yeah, was, we, yeah. So that was on defense and on offense. Offense, they was just I don't know. They had so many chances to score. They was just dumb. Like. I don't know what they was looking at, but you know, I watched film. I'm like, oh goodness gracious, we don't got we got away with this one. And I think on one play where it was so crucial for me because I, I haven't messed up all season, 
Don't mess up. I'm always locked in. And for some odd reason, I always, if I see a puller coming, I spill him. I go inside. For some odd reason, I went outside. I don't know why. And that word effect, I'm yeah. like, what did I just, I'm just going to feel like, I really just sit here and just let him do that. <laughs> I'm like, man, on to the next play. I run down yeah. there and get down there. I'm like, all right, that was for the happen. They didn't even score on that play. Well, I got to that side where I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. They let me have like, you ain't never did. Da, 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 da. I can't say yeah. what they were saying, but Uh-huh, ooh. uh-huh. Yeah. But that's the thing. I was like, you know, usually that's another thing with college. I know the coaches are going to be getting some. They're they, they yep. going to be tough, but I'm tired of being through. <laughs> yeah, I, the sock. Oof. Yeah. If they was to, if we took sock coaches to put them in college, okay, watch they all be back home. <laughs> they will get them right out of there. Like, <laughs> so, yeah, they got to have tough skin, too. Yeah. So, yeah, congrats on that again. And um, I think it's something that y'all needed just in the sense of, like, not because y'all didn't do it already, but like we just said, the way the season went, just like the stamp of, like, because you can use y'all's season as, like, you know, just giving advice on life, like, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's really good. So speaking of, what is um, the biggest lesson that football has taught you? Um, Football has taught me a lot of lessons, Mm -hmm. but – a real important one was, um, I think it, it was how to take losses. Mm-hmm. That's that mm-hmm. was that was a huge thing because in freshman year took a loss, you know, you just lost the world. If you took a loss, I mm-hmm. in freshman I was devastated, you know. Yeah, <laughs> but, I think I still used to cry after. Um, yeah, like used to get. Yeah, yeah. I mean like, sometimes like still, depending on like what's on the line, you still might shed a tear. I mean yeah, it's I pro- I cry, professional cry, players yeah. who, you know what I'm saying? So, I cry because we won. Sure, but, game, I'm. So it's like ain't nothing wrong with crying after, but it's like yeah. just saying like the uh oh, maturity yeah. of the growth. Like, you I know, when you, you like yeah, yeah it's, it's, you know sophomore year it was bad. I like <laughs> that we lost in the playoffs. I'm on a bus saying this, saying that, I'm done. I ain't coming back no more. <laughs> you know, just just all just just talking, you know, 'cause we lost. And yeah. Then when I got in that ground mode, I'm like, Well, Junior, that's when I feel like I don't know how to take losses. Because my junior year, um, we lost to Duncanville. And we, nobody was cussing. Nobody was mad. We was like, bro, we lost by two touchdowns. Like, we like, bro, <laughs> we really, like, we good. And after that, yeah, that, that was the season right there. Mm-hmm. We tore everybody up. Like, <laughs> touchdown. Took, we had Kev. Shout out Kev, man. That's yeah. Yeah. Should be starting, but I don't know what that's about. Yeah, <laughs> but, that's a cold um, boy. And speaking of, that's my um, classmate's nephew. Mm, for real? Yeah, yeah uh, Jonathan real. Coleman. Um, yeah. That's his uh, nephew or whatever. We went to school together since middle school. He's also from Pleasant Grove too. Yeah, shout so out to yeah, him, man. small world. G-G. Yeah, six five. <laughs> but yeah, so that was the last question. Um, before we get off, I do I like to check back in mentally with you. So. You were a 10 before. How are you feeling now? Still a 10. Still a 10. Good, good, good. I like to do the check, you know, because sometimes there could be things in the conversation that, Mm -hmm. you know, did whatever, but love for you to still be on the same 10 and same page or whatever. So, yeah, yeah. All right. So that's the end of the show. And we out. Peace, love, and hair grease. Like he uh, said, he never feels Lex, not feeling Lex. And that's just, you know, what it is. What's up? All right, y'all. Appreciate y'all for listening in. B3 out.
Peace, love and hair grease, y'all. Win the day. I'm winning the day. Yeah, I'm winning the day. I'm winning the day. I'm winning the day. Yeah, I'm winning the day. 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 I'm winning the day.